0: Near the end of Joshua chapter 8, as the Israelites are gathering together to thank God and offer sacrifices to him for giving them success as they went against the people of Ai, it says that all of Israel gathered together. But then it breaks it up into two categories, the aliens and the citizens. So those who are natural-born Israelites and those who you might call outsiders. We know that there are people who had joined them for the journey all the way back when they were slaves in Egypt. And when they were leaving Egypt into the wilderness for 40 years, that a number of Egyptians came along with them. And then, of course, there were families like, like Rahab's family who had joined them along the way. People who were not Israelites, but were from other cities, other nations, and they ended up moving on, moving in with the Israelites and living among them. There were aliens and there were citizens. There were the natural-born and then there were the others. And as it Often happens today, I bet it happened back then, too. And sometimes the others felt a bit out of place. Maybe because they were made to feel that way. by Some Israelites who weren't very eager to welcome these outsiders who were different than them. Or maybe they felt it all on their own as they were trying to adjust to new ways of living, new ways of practicing religion, and this new ways of operating within a society that they were not familiar with at all. That happens today, too, of course. People can make you feel like an outsider with other people by pushing you away or by looking down on you or criticizing you. You can make yourself feel like an outsider. You know, you yourself can feel that way if it's just obvious that you don't know the way to operate around other people, but I guess mostly, Today I want to talk about when it happens between you and God. When you feel like you're an outsider to God. And what are the reasons someone might feel like they're an outsider to God? Well, they might just look at their life. They might wonder if God wants anything to do with them. They might look at his laws and match themselves up and feel like God must be so disappointed in what he's seeing. It can happen at any stage of life, one stage of life where you can see it happen pretty consistently, where at least somebody's wondering about their place within God's nation, God's family. Because as they know they're getting a little bit closer to death, when they know their, their time on this earth it's coming to an end, and the reality of what's coming next is what's right in front of them. And then you really begin to wonder, do I know that I'm good with God? Do I know that he wants something to do with me? It's often when Satan, our accuser, is also working hardest against us, putting doubts in our, in our ears. Do you remember this time in your life? Do you remember that thing you feel regretful for? Do you remember that person whose feelings you hurt? Do you remember the good thing you never had the chance to say? Or you never took the time to say? Remember that? The lines you crossed? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? And it can lead to a lot of doubt of wondering if you're an insider or an outsider. But Jesus removes all that doubt. Think about the night he was having his last supper with his disciples. The night he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And one of the disciples asked, you know, like, well, where are you going after he said that he was going to be leaving them for a bit. And, and, and he said, oh, you can't, you can't come with me now. But you will come with me later, he said. You will. And he was talking to disciples whose faults and shortcomings and slip ups and line crossings were, well, they were written on the pages of the Bible for the whole world to see. He knew. And yet he still looked them in the eyes and he said, But I'm going to prepare a place for you going to prepare a place for you. He not only wanted them with him, inside his kingdom, he was about to go to pay the full cost of making sure that it would happen. And he paid the full cost so that you wouldn't have to carry any of that burden. So that you wouldn't have to wonder, have I done enough? Have I prayed enough? Have I loved enough? Have I trusted enough? So that you could just look at Jesus and know that his life and his sacrifice were sufficient enough to give you a place as an insider in God's nation, God's family, God's heaven, and your with so many others from every tribe, language, race, and nation. You belong to Him. You always will. Rest well tonight, my friends.